The mitzvah kuf yud aleph. That's the 111th positive mitzvah. Uh, it gets a little bit detailed and intricate. I'm not sure we'll be able to do the whole thing. Um, the way a person who was diagnosed with leprosy uh, becomes pure again requires basically two stages. Um, in the uh, mitzvahs, they are positive mitzvah 110 and positive 111 in Maimonides. The positive mitzvah 111 that we're reading now is really the second stage of the purification. The first uh, stage, which is really the previous mitzvah 110, is as follows. That uh, one slaughters a bird over a bowl of well water, and then that bird is buried. Then you wrap a piece of crimson wool around pieces of cedar and hyssop, and you hold the live bird together with them. So now you have the four, you know, coming up on Sukkot, we have the four species. Here too you have sort of bound, you have the bird is like the estrog separately, and then you have the lulav and the other two species over here. Uh, you have uh, the crimson and the hyssop and the cedar together. These four, the bird, cedar, hyssop, and wool, are then dipped in the bowl containing the water and the blood of the first bird that you shechted. So this is the second bird that you take now. And the water is then sprinkled on the mitzorah and the bird sent free. A kohen then shaves the mitzorah completely from head to toe. After this, the mitzorah is allowed to re-enter the city and no longer renders objects tameh by sitting above them or merely entering the house because a mitzorah is treated like a mace in the sense that just entering into a house would render everything under the same roof, would render it as a, a tome. But in this case, after the first procedure is taking place, he no longer will render them tome. However, he still renders people and objects tome by touching them, just like touching them, which is like the tumas, as Rambam says, a sheretz. An insect won't be able to defile just by uh, being in the room, with it, but if you touch the insect, you still become tummy. So the person who has leprosy has been cleaned of one stage and is going now a uh, second stage. Then you do the second procedure, which is the mitzvah we're learning now, the positive mitzvah 111. That takes place once seven days have passed. This consists of the koyen shaving the mitzvah again and immersing both him and his clothing in a mikveh. Now the Rambam will talk about this mitzvah and the Rambam will explain at length why he counts uh, the mitzvah of um, uh, this, the, the cutting of the hair um, as a separate mitzvah from the mitzvah bringing the sacrifices. Unlike by a nazir, which also involves cutting of the hair and bringing a sacrifice, 
over there, they're all combined as one mitzvah, the cutting of the hair and the uh, sacrifice. But here, we consider them as two separate mitzvahs. So the, the uh, Rambam writes that the, um, the haircut, this the second haircut, this is the second haircut, which is the second purification, as was explained in the end of Tractate Nagoyim. And this is based on the posik in Vayikra, Perik Yudalid, Posik Tes, Vahoyo, Bayoim Hashvi, Yigaleach, and it will be on the seventh day he should shave. So the Ramam says that we've already mentioned earlier the words of our sages that there are three shloisha that shave, and their shaving is a mitzvah. It's the nazir. A person who's a Nazirite at the end shaves is a mitzvah. The mitzvah, when he shaves, that's a mitzvah. And also the Levim was the one-time things when they shaved in the beginning when they became Levim, as we read in the Torah. The details of this mitzvah are in the end of Negoyim. And here the Rambam says, I will explain to you for what reason did I count the shaving of the mitzvah, a mitzvah by itself, and then the bringing of the karbonis as a mitzvah by itself. Unlike, we did not do so by Nazir. By the Nazir, we said, over there we determined that shaving and bringing the karbonis are both one mitzvah. And the Rambam explains, because by the Metzorah, there is really no connection between the shaving and the bringing of the karbonis. Two separate. The goal which is reached from the shaving is not the same goal which is reached from bringing the carbonis. They accomplish different things. Because by the Metzorah, the shaving brings about, of his hair, brings about a purification. The second shaving also makes, purifies him. So that's a process of purification, the shaving. And then we have the bringing of the carbonis. In the sixth chapter of Nizirus, over there, they say, our sages tell us, what is the difference between a Nazir and a Metzoida? So it says there that the Nazir is Tarosit Luya Biyomov. And a Metzoida, his Tarosit Luya Biyomov. The Nazir he becomes Tahir when the days are there, but by the Metzorah, his Tahir's purification hinges on his shaving. If the Metzorah shaved, and that means the second shaving, after the seven days when he did the first shaving, and then he shaved the second time, after the second shaving, then he is accomplished that he's no longer now, he's no longer metame like a sheretz. He's clean, and he won't be metame like a sheretz, as explained in the end of Negoim. So, but still, after the purification of the second shaving, he still remains a mechuser kipurim, he's still lacking his atonement until he brings the karbonis, just as the other mechuser kipurim, as explained over there, which they don't, uh, accomplish the procedure until they actually bring the karbonis. But the tahara, 
the purification of no longer being metame like a sheritz is accomplished with the shaving. So therefore, what is the goal of the shaving? It's to clean him so that he should not be metame like a sheritz does. And that's independent of his carbon or not. Whether he brings his carbon, doesn't bring his carbon, uh, he would still not be metame anymore once he shaves. Why does he have to bring, what's the goal of bringing the carbon? That is to complete the atonement as the other mechusare kapara, which is a zov and a zov and a yeledis, who also need to bring a carbon, but they're not tome anymore, but they're called mechusare kipurim until to accomplish the atonement. And we had earlier already mentioned, the Rambam writes, the words of our sages, that there's arbo mechusare kapara. There are four that lack kapara which is the Zov, the Zov Yiledes, and also the Metzorah. But over there I explained that the Nazir, on the other hand, he is not called a Mechuser Kapora. He's not called Mechuser Kapora, but rather the actions that takes place, which means both of them, the shaving of the Nazir and the bring of the carbon, they both together allow him to drink wine, and one of them without the other is not sufficient. So we don't say that the bringing the carbon can drink wine, and then he's just waiting to bring the uh, atonement. But rather, without the carbon, he can't bring the wine. The shaving is connected directly to the carbon. The carbon is connected to the shaving by the nazir. Through the combination of both, the goal one goal will be reached, that is, that he is now permitted for those items that are prohibited to him during the time of his being a Nazir, during Nazarite time, and now it's permissible by doing both of his actions. In the sixth chapter of Naziris, of they say, the sages tell us, that if a person shaved uh, for a certain carbon, uh, that he's going to bring a carbon, it turns out that the carbon is not a fit carbon, so then his shaving is possible, and the carbon did not count for him. So you see clearly that he has to shave again, because the shaving is a condition of the carbon, and the carbon is one of its conditions of the shaving. Further, we learned in the Sefta that a Nazir, whose days have been completed, um, still... He is not permitted to uh, drink, to shave or drink wine, or to be tamed to the amazing things that are, uh, are also during his Nazareth, until he does the entire action. So unless the Nazir does the entire action, he is still of um, the process, then he is uh, be prohibited in the thing. So that means that it is the shaving, the Taglachas Tahara, uh, uh, which allows him to uh, permit it in all the things that it was prohibited, as explained in the sixth chapter of Nezirus. And the conditions, what does it mean? How is the shaving done? He needs to be shaving next to the entrance of the El Moyed, and he should throw his hair underneath the pot, the fire, he should bring his carbonus, as explained in the Posik. So it's all of this is the process together to allow him to um, uh, permit him the things that he was prohibited during his Nazirus. And you will find that Ambam continues that our sages of blessed memory in most of the places they 
refer to bringing of the carbonus as taglachas, because it's really one and the same thing. Specifically, they say in the Mishnah uh, that hareni nozir uh, nozir. If one says that I am a nozir and I need to uh, shave like a nozir, the intention is that he's going to bring a carbon nozir and that's going to bring him together with him. So here we see that the taglachas, the shaving, is an expression for bringing the carbonus. And the reason of it is because it's a part of the carbonus, is a part of the shaving, as we explained. And through the combination of both together, that's how the uh, laws of Nizidus are going to leave and the nozir can start drinking wine. But, on the other hand, the taglachas of the one who is Tomei, that is part of the mitzvah, as we explained earlier.